Jackson on the drive, kicks it out for Mann. Mann, three-pointer, bang! Oh, what a man! Magic down the middle, just what I thought, a hook shot at 12, good! Here's Michael at the foul line, a shot on Elo, good! The Bulls win! They win! Now that's a steal by Murr, underneath the DJ, right there! Going up over Bell, Paul away! What's going on, guys? Welcome to Dime Dropper for a very special episode. If you're new to the channel, I'm an LA sports diehard. I am a Clipper fan. But the reason you probably clicked on it is because the title says former LeBron fan. I was always a Clipper fan. Let me just preface that if you're new to the channel. I was always a Clipper fan. But my favorite player as a kid was LeBron James. He was my first favorite player, my basketball idol. And, you know, things changed. If you want to really get into it, I'm going to just knock that out the park right quick. When he came to the Lakers, you know, I'm not like a Laker hater or anything, but I'd argued my whole life against Kobe fans, Laker fans, about how great this guy was. And I just felt a little butthurt, betrayed when he went to the Lakers. And I, I didn't dislike him or anything after that, but I couldn't root for him anymore. And then when he tried to get Kawhi and stack the deck, I was like, okay, forget it. <laughs> but th this is an episode to celebrate the greatness of LeBron, to celebrate the incredible achievement that he had. And the reason why I think this episode is special for you as a listener is because I don't think there are many people on this planet that know LeBron's career like me, that have watched every step of his career like me went, since I've watched it. And I, I started watching in, in his first playoff season, 05-06, so I was a little young for the high school LeBron, for the draft hype and all that stuff, even though I've heard so many stories. But in terms of LeBron James' NBA career, I would take myself over anybody in terms of knowledge about it. So I've had such a love-hate relationship with the guy. There's been times where I've wanted him to win every single game that's not against the Clippers. Then there's other times where I want him to lose every single game. I've been on both sides of the coin, the can't stand LeBron, the loves LeBron, and I think now it's like I'm at the point where you got to appreciate the guy. I mean, I've appreciated him for my, the most of my life. And I think no matter what shit I give him, the ultimate sign of respect for me is that I make an effort to watch every single one of his games. And I've done that every time he was on national TV since I started watching basketball 18 years ago. So I've paid him the most respect by saying I have watched LeBron James play NBA basketball more than I've seen anyone else in the world play NBA basketball. And I am proud to say that. And I think that's cool, you know, for the player. As far as me talking about LeBron, I've watched him play more than anyone. And I'm going to say this. This guy was my favorite player for 15 years. Or 13 years. I had a fat head of him. Right now, where I'm sitting, there's a green screen obviously behind me. But this used to be a LeBron James fat head wall. It was a straight-up fathead of Braun dunking. I had it in my room for over 10 years. I still have two LeBron jerseys from his first tenure in Cleveland. The red uh, wine and gold for the Cavs and the alternate blues that were signature to that era of Cavs basketball. I have so many different other LeBron things, shoes, whatever. But right now, I don't root for the guy anymore. And honestly, I don't care for him as much. But last night was a special moment for me. And for all NBA fans. And I think that the media has created such a monster with LeBron and a polarizing effect. 
so many either LeBron haters or LeBron lovers that it was so it's been so hard over these last 24 or so hours to truly enjoy this record because somebody wants to discredit him, somebody wants to say he's the greatest thing since Jesus Christ. It's just there's no level-headedness, there's no in between, and if you do see those people, they're hard to find. So I'm going to try to do my best here. There were a lot of records I thought LeBron could get when I was young. I wanted him to be considered the greatest player ever. I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect it to be this good of a case that he has now in terms of his whole body of work. And I never in a million years did I ever think he would pass Kareem's record. Just because when you think of LeBron James, you just don't think of a bucket getter. You don't think of the best bucket getter of all time. When you think scoring in the NBA, best scorers, you think Jordan, Kobe, Kevin Durant, Wilt Chamberlain, and obviously for many years, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But this cannot be disputed. LeBron James has more points in the playoffs, in the regular season, in them both combined, than any player that has ever played NBA basketball. A guy in which people debated, and still debate to this day, whether he's a better passer or a scorer, has more points than anyone that has ever played the game and will likely have a record that will surpass 40,000 points that I I don't know if we will ever see. And here's the craziest part. Me being a historian of the game, I watch a lot of old games. And I wasn't watching an old game, but I was watching a highlight of an old game. And Chick Hearn, shout out to the late, great Chick Hearn, who's a legend here in Los Angeles, said about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on a live telecast, nobody will ever score that many points because nobody will ever play that long. Well, what do you know? Impossible is nothing, right? Yet it's funny, it's it's because I never thought that Kareem was an untouchable record. I thought there was a better chance of seeing that surpassed than somebody average a triple-double in the modern era. But I was wrong. Although they were both surpassed. They were both done. For LeBron to do this, I'm not going to lie, is... Such an amazing achievement, basically because of what I just said, mainly, that people can't even tell if he's a better passer or a scorer. I will say this, though. I do agree with what Kevin Durant said. Pass-first guy is a load of bullshit because nobody's a pass-first guy and leads his team in shot attempts wherever he goes. So he is a all-time level scorer that can pass the ball as well as anyone. He, Larry Bird, and Oscar Robertson, I'd say, are the three players where... They have done the best job of making people debate they have better passer or score. I'd say more so LeBron and Oscar than Bird. I think Bird's probably a better scorer. But LeBron James and Oscar Robertson have really had people thinking, like, is he a better scorer or a passer? To me, they're well, Oscar's a point guard, more traditional point guard, but LeBron is a great scorer that can pass. Now, what's interesting is I didn't even have LeBron in my top five scorers before this. I had Kareem, Wilt, Jordan, Kobe, and Durant. Should I adjust my ranking? I don't think I'm going to like actually make that ranking officially until I go through my whole historic timeline. And for those that are new, I'm trying to watch every single year of the history of the NBA, every single game available. I'm on 1971 right now, and it's going to take years to finish my process. But that's the reason why I, I, the reason I want to do it is for debates like these. You know, LeBron fans, Jordan fans, mainly LeBron fans because they're young, my age and younger. They have these debates every single day, and they haven't watched the careers of certain guys. They haven't put the time and effort in to actually watch their careers. So for people that say, you know, you're a LeBron hater and all this and that, I hate LeBron's fans because of what I just said. 
I don't really have too many problems with LeBron himself. I mean, yeah, there's things he does that I don't like, but how can you hate on, totally hate a person that's not only done all this on the court, but he's done great things with his money. Kareem talked about it last night, but sending kids to school, being so involved with philanthropic work, just doing some things that, I mean, I've heard sometimes, I've heard people that know LeBron and say at times he can be like, you know, for the cameras and not talk to people and not be super friendly. But there's also people that I've heard met LeBron and say he's a really nice guy. He's a good guy. He's a personable guy. He's a talkative guy. And that's something, you know, seeing him play and, and I think knowing LeBron, not knowing him personally, but like knowing on the surface LeBron more than any player of my life. He is an enthusiastic guy. And one thing you have to say about LeBron that makes this record so incredible is like, I talked about Chick Hearn just a second ago saying that nobody would ever break it. This guy came into the NBA with the weight of the world on his shoulders. Yes, Wilt Chamberlain had a ton of expectations coming out of Kansas. Yes, Kareem had insane expectation coming out of UCLA. Yes, Magic had insane expectations coming out of Michigan State. But nobody quite had the pressure that LeBron had. Being compared to Michael Jordan before he even played an NBA game. And you know what's crazy? I don't like the Jordan comparisons. I think it hurts LeBron. I think it makes people hate LeBron. I think it's so unnecessary. And as I said, it's created a monster. But here's the craziest part. The only reason people get mad is because LeBron has exceeded every expectation to the point where you can even have the conversation. The fact he could have flopped, he could have never won a ring, all this. There was a point in time, me as a huge LeBron fan at the time, there was a point where I said, I don't think he's ever going to win one. I don't think mentally he can do it. But he overcame that in 2011-12. He has overcome just about anything that we have thrown at him as fans, as media. He wasn't clutch. 2011, he has no fourth quarter. He has, you know, Kobe called him. Why didn't he answer? Because the phone didn't ring. I remember those jokes back in middle school. When NBA memes was like the highlight of like 2011-12, LeBron's fourth quarter memes were out of control. But then he made big shots in 2012. Big shots in 2013, including one of the most not-talked-about clutch shots in the history of the finals. 92-88 to put the Miami Heat up four, coming off the screen, set his feet, pulled up, 18-footer. That jumper, we had so many critiques about his jumper. What a testament to LeBron's improvement in skill last night that he hit a turnaround over the right shoulder fadeaway that he's mastered the last six, seven years. I'd say six, seven. He probably hit some of those in Miami, but I don't remember it as much until second tenure of Cleveland, especially when the LeBron toe happened and he was just hitting turnarounds over the right shoulder like he was freaking Kobe or Jordan. And we were like, I was like, oh my God, like this is not something that I've seen from LeBron and I've watched every playoff game he's ever played. So for him to hit it on a fadeaway, everybody was talking about what's he going to do for the shot. For him to hit it on a fadeaway, and that's a shot that he was not very comfortable with unless he was blazing hot early in his career, just shows a testament to his skill level and how much he's improved in that facet. Growing up in LA, people hated LeBron because of Kobe and LeBron comparisons. And here's the craziest thing I got to tell you. Growing up, and I used to always be the LeBron defender. People said when LeBron gets to Kobe's age, 34, 35, he's not going to be this good because his game is so centered around athleticism, he wouldn't be able to you know, be a great player still. Well, those takes aged like milk. Now he's... 38 years old, doing things that Kobe couldn't even do at this age because he was worn down. I think overall, you needed a guy that was going to surpass Kareem's longevity or equal that. And LeBron is the official, no dispute to me, in the game of basketball, longevity goat. Because even the great Kareem, 
was not playing at this high a level at age 38. Yes, he was such a big part of those Laker teams at 85. He won a finals MVP at age 38. He absolutely was. But the consistency on a year-to-year basis, if you look at LeBron James's career stats, after, two th- after his rookie year, he's basically 25-7-7 every fucking year. That's insane. That's insanity. Say whatever you want about, you know, LeBron doesn't change his game for others and all this stuff. Like, you can critique him all you want, but no matter what, it's so hard to do that. We may never see that again. And the crazy part is, you know, just like Chick Hearn said, we're never going to see it passed. I don't know if I'll ever see it passed because LeBron's going to get 40,000 plus points. And he not only played so well for so long, we don't know who, no matter what the modern surgeries have advanced and technology and all that has definitely helped LeBron get to this, no doubt. But even with all that, I am so doubtful we were ever going to see somebody play this well for this long. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. You gotta basically average 25, 26 points for 20 years straight. That's nearly impossible. And with load management, I mean, you know what? I think load management could actually help guys survive 20 plus year, like stars have 20 plus year careers. And you're starting to see stars have longer primes, like even James Harden, Chris Paul, like, I shouldn't say James Harden, but Chris Paul's had so many injuries in his career. And the man is still playing at a decent level in year 17. You're, you know, now he's in year 18. So it's a test. Like Isaiah Thomas only played 13 years. So with this load management, with the modern surgeries, I think we can see a lot of players play 15 plus years and play 10 plus elite years. But to see what LeBron's done is just crazy. And just as far as the game, and I know the Lakers lost the game and I could make so many jokes about that. But I, th- I think it's just unfair. You know, yes, LeBron was smiling after the game. It didn't look like it bothered him at all. It didn't. But throughout a 20-year career, and you've worked all this way for this, you think one game against the Thunder, albeit the situation the Lakers are in right now isn't good, you think one game against the Oklahoma City Thunder matters matters to him that much? When all his family are there, when D. Wade's in the building, Kareem's in the building, James Worthy is there, Magic Johnson is there, Kenny Smith is there. Damon Jones, I don't know if Damon, I think Damon Jones may work for the Lakers, but like he's got guys there for him. His family is on the court. And by the way, that was crazy. They stopped in the middle of the game, but like I have no issue with it. It's just interesting because I don't think that happened in 1984. <laughs> but I mean, I think one game is insignificant for him. And if I was a Laker fan, I might be saying something different. I might be saying, dude, fuck the record. We need to win the game. We're not going to make the plan, all this. But as a guy that's just watching basketball, the ambiance of the game, you could tell in the first quarter, it was impossible to focus on the game. Anthony Davis did not look focused. There's a lot of talk about his reaction or his lack of a reaction to the scoring uh, record being broken. I'm not going to comment on that on this episode because this is about LeBron and I want to make it about LeBron because everybody says I always give him shit. I want to give him his flowers here. Um, but it's been a real honor. You know, I've watched every step of this guy's way. I've seen his falls. People say he's never going to win a ring to him being the most hated player in pro sports in America, going to Miami and doing the decision. And I think that's something that's so interesting to talk about is LeBron was more hated than Kevin Durant. This guy was the most hated superstar athlete in America. People despised him. And it's crazy that, you know, you look at last night, if you were tweeting hate, you were getting attacked. You were getting attacked. Everybody's going to bat for this guy now. And it's amazing how that move to Cleveland and winning a ring there changed everyone's perception of him. Not as a basketball player, but as a guy. He, I think, and that's part of the reason why he went back. I think he wanted people to like him again. I don't think he enjoyed being the villain like, like Kobe did. 
Kobe loved being the villain. Charles Barkley said, I don't, you know, I'm not a role model. LeBron likes being loved, and that's very obvious from someone who's studied his career like this, watched every step of it. I'll never forget a quote in 2011. He said, I like, you know, I don't like playing the game with anger. I like, even though angry LeBron can be devastating, but he said, I like playing the game with joy, you know, and just getting booed in every arena and all that, like, that wasn't him. That didn't feel right for him. And I remember after he said that, I wasn't playing the game with joy. The next season, he won the championship, two years running. I think LeBron wants to be loved. He's like magic in that sense. They want to be loved. They like having everyone to be their friend. And I think that's a testament to LeBron's relationships with guys around the league. You know, LeBron is a guy that, you know, wants to be cool with everybody. Not everyone's going to be cool with you and not everyone's going to like you, but I think LeBron's done such a great job. You ask, you look at all the teams he's been on, besides maybe Jay Crowder, no other teammates say bad things about LeBron. You can say whatever you want. You can say that, oh, his body language is bad at times. He's quitting games at times. That's absolutely valid. But no matter what, none of his teammates have said he's a bad teammate. Cavalier players said good things about him. You know, obviously people wondered about Kyrie, but then he kind of took it back and said later in life, I, I, I realized where I was wrong. I realized what LeBron was telling me. Laker players have said good things. I mean, I can't imagine Russ has many great things to say after this is over, but, you know, that's a whole nother discussion. Overall, players like playing with this guy. You know, he has a handshake with every player. He's a leader. And one thing about LeBron is he never hides from the criticism in that way to me. He's in, he has had the most pressure from day one, the most scrutiny, and he has done this. He has done something that he didn't even think he could do. And I think in the last couple of years, I think he said it best last night. In the last couple of years, he's like, oh shit, I'm getting close. Like, might as well, might as well go for this. But LeBron, and I, by the way, I'm not going to talk about, oh, you know, he's rested on the defensive end to do this and all that. Like, I can nitpick and, and analyze this record for what it is and all that and talk about, and I know what everyone's going to ask me. Where does this put you, where does this put LeBron in your GOAT list, Dime? What, does this make him the GOAT now? Does it change your ranking of him? My answer to that is, no, it does not. And Kareem doesn't move down with being moved down on the scoring list. And I don't have a list. I have to finish my timeline to have an accurate list. Let's put it this way. LeBron's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. And there's there's just no... And some people think he's the greatest. He has a great case for it. He's going to be the only player to have 40,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists. He is fourth in assists and first in points all time. I mean, when it comes to just the, the body of work, it's insane. It's unmatched. And also the mental fatigue. He talks about it. I think my body feels fine. They asked him if he could play a couple more years. I think my body looks feels fine. He said it's the mind, mentally pushing yourself. And one thing MJ said when he retired, besides you know wanting to play baseball and wanting to do that for his dad, was the mental fatigue, the pressure he put on himself. The fact that LeBron's been able to play 20 seasons and counting with the pressure that he has and the stuff that people say about him on a nightly basis, me included, the smallest thing, like going back to last year, he says, I like the Cavs roster, and all of a sudden, everyone wants to say LeBron's quitting on the Lakers, he wants to go back to Cleveland. He's had to deal with that type of bullshit. Skip Bayless, who he's never responded to, still tweeting negative things about him when he's breaking the record. And he hasn't said a word. There's very few things you can criticize the guy for off the court except for basketball decisions, teaming up with stars and all that. He hasn't done anything crazy to a woman. He hasn't, you know, smacked a fan. You know, none of this shit. I mean, I'm not going to act like he's squeaky clean. He had the China thing and all that. But overall, man, LeBron's had a pretty clean resume. And Charles Barkley always says that that's one of the greatest stories in sports. He's never been arrested. None of that. 
you know, never been caught doing drugs, although this, you know, the Miami steroids thing, we don't know about that. But for the sake of the celebration, he hasn't. He hasn't. And, you know, seeing him from day one, seeing the evolution of LeBron for me, the inconsistent jumper LeBron, to the bulldozing, uber-athletic Miami LeBron, to seasoned, can do it all, mastered his offensive game in Cleveland LeBron, and now to the defeating father time LeBron here in my own city. I mean, it's been an honor. It's been a ride. And last night, witnessing a moment like that, you know, I'm a, I'm a Muslim I'm a Muslim guy, come from a UCLA family, Muslim family from LA. So like Kareem is one of my heroes, like one of the people my family has looked up to since I was a little kid. And I'm not going to lie, I'm not one of those people that like craves seeing individual records being broken. I wasn't like, oh, I need to see someone average a triple-double to witness it. I need to see the Heat break the Lakers winning streak because I want to witness history. I need to see someone break Kareem's record because I want to witness history. I care more about like team stuff, like seeing a team win a championship for the first time. Seeing like Sacramento this year making the playoffs, like I'm super excited to see that. Even though I did see it in 06, it's been so long, I want to see it. I like, you know, seeing Dallas win their first NBA Finals. Like that kind of stuff is what gets me that I like witnessing. Individual records, and I don't really care. I didn't want to see Kareem's record passed because I loved saying Kareem was the number one scorer ever. And it's going to take some winning, some some getting used to saying Kareem is number two all time in scoring. It's definitely going to get some getting used to. But to, to witness a moment like that, I got to be thankful. That's something I'm going to tell my kids about, my grandkids about, if I'm old, you know, if I'm old enough to live to tell the tale. I could feel my like the, the hairs on my body standing up in the chills in the first quarter. It kind of reminded me of Kobe's last game with the ambiance in the building, the the anticipation on each touch and for each shot, just like Kobe in that final game from the first quarter. And that's why I say it just didn't feel like a real game. I wasn't focusing on the game as, you know, usually I would go live after the game and do a breakdown on why the Lakers lost, but it was just, I couldn't even focus on the game. It was so much of LeBron, the LeBron show, that I, I felt like it wasn't even a game. The Lakers never defended. AD just didn't mentally didn't seem there. So that's why I don't want to really talk about the game. LeBron did it. He passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, I can't believe it. I really can't believe it because it's something that even in my wildest dreams as a LeBron fan as a kid, I never thought he would do. It's just a testament to the, the, the longevity, the amazing longevity and the amazing talent that this man has. His ability to score the ball, even though people have been debating what he's best at for so long. I mean, if someone says LeBron's a top five scorer of all time now, I ain't pushing back. That's for sure. Because he's got, I mean, never number one all time. I mean, you got you got a case for the best right there. I, I don't, I'm never going to think he's the best scorer of all time. And I'm not going to go into detail about that on this video because there's no need. But man, oh man, LeBron's goat case definitely looks better now. And it's funny because to me, like, if you, if you want to analyze his case before last night, people have been arguing him being the GOAT since 2016, which is crazy to me. But if you want to talk eye test and just like a, the pure player, I think there's a lot of people that have a, a case in their primes, and LeBron being one of them. But he didn't have like the most of anything to me going into last night. Yeah, you could say he had the most playoff points. He's got a little bit of everything, though. I think that's the argument for LeBron, right? He's been the best. He's been great for longer than anybody. He's been the best version of himself for longer than anybody. He's doing things that we have never seen at this age. But he doesn't have the most finals MVPs. Doesn't have the most championships. Doesn't have the most... Well, now he has the most total points. But before last night, he didn't have the most total points. You know? It, it's just more of, I think... You know, the all-around 
argument. The longevity, the statistical totals, I think that's where LeBron's argument is as the greatest of all time. And as I said, I'm not going to answer what this does for me because that's not important. I think we need to stop looking to make these bold claims and takes after someone does something like this. Why don't we just enjoy the record for what it is without having to say, oh, well, this makes him this. Oh, fuck out of here if anyone don't think he's the GOAT. Like, that's what makes somebody want to hate, you know? Let's enjoy it. Let's just acknowledge it for what it is. It was amazing. It was amazing, and I got chills in my body, man. It was crazy. I can't believe I witnessed that. I can't believe I have to say now, and I'm going to get used to saying, LeBron James, the leading scorer in the history of basketball. Wow. What a career. And I know what LeBron fans are going to say. They're going to say, he not even a, he's not even, people think he's uh, not even a scorer, though, and he has more points than anyone else. It's a pretty good argument, not going to lie. Before I end this episode, I want to say, besides appreciate LeBron, truly do, even though I know he's, there's a lot of things to get annoyed with him about, but my uncle grew up hating Michael Jordan because he was annoyed with the fans and everything, and he regretted it. He regretted it. Don't regret it. <clears throat> to end it off, Kareem, just because he's not the leading scorer in NBA history doesn't mean he's any less of a player. And that's why I think these statistical total achievements aren't my biggest, you know, way to rank players and stuff. Because Kareem hasn't played basketball for 40 years, damn near. He got dropped a level on the all-time scoring list. Does that make him when he played a worse player? Yes, it makes his resume not look as good now. Does that make him a worse player when he was actually playing basketball? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And <coughs> and as for Kareem, what a man. There were way too many uh, tweets and stuff about, oh, Kareem is mad. Kareem hates this, all this. Look, I don't think he was thrilled to see his record passed up, especially by a guy he has said some choice words about and doesn't have a relationship with. But go ahead and read Kareem's article on Substacker's piece that he wrote. Um, today, and I'm recording this one day after the record was broken, but go read it, and he explained a lot, and I think Magic saying what he said on, on Shannon's podcast about Kareem's not going to be happy just blew things out of proportion, and everybody was looking for faces Kareem was making after each basket to be like, oh, he's so pissed. It's like, dude, he's like an 80-year-old man. Like, you want him to smile in every bucket? Like, what do you expect? Like, he's going to be giddy, with, like he's Shannon Sharp, giddy with joy like that? No pun intended because they were playing the Thunder. Overall, I don't think Kareem cares that much. He's had the record for 38 years. I think it's bittersweet for him. It's like someone passed me. That's amazing. It's a great player. It's deserving of it. But I, I'm not number one anymore, and that kind of sucks to say. I can't say that I'm the all-time leading scorer anymore. I mean, there's got to be some level of, you know, fuck. But I just don't want to take for granted the fact that we have Kareem with us, the fact that Kareem physically passed over an orange basketball that he put into the basket more than anyone else to now the guy who has put the basket, ball in the basket more than anyone else. That was an amazing moment. And the fact that they didn't actually play on the fact that they're both Lakers as they passed the record, I know my uncle, Cousin Showtime, is going to be milking that one till the cows come home, that both of them passed the record as Lakers. They didn't play on that at all. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But it is what it is. It is what it is. And I want to just say this before I end. Bill Russell's gone. He has a documentary out, by the way, on Netflix. Please go watch it. Please. I haven't watched it yet, but you need to watch it. 
Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain are no longer with us. I don't know how much longer Kareem will be with us, but he is looking like he's getting older. Please appreciate the man while he's here. Please don't let him being knocked down a peg on the scoring list make people not consider him arguably the greatest ever anymore. And you know me, I've already made videos on his game, actually breaking down the film, and more are coming because we are in 1971 right now. So Kareem is, I mean, he's the next face of this league. So please, please, please show him his respect. What an amazing man, an amazing player. And I think he went about everything okay. And as for LeBron, I, I you know, I got to give him his flowers for allowing the Laker fans to give Kareem some love too. So I thought LeBron was very professional about everything. And I think that even though he did come out and say for the second time that he's the best player ever, I thought the way Shaq asked him the question later that night, he had already said it to Cal Goon earlier that day. He's the best player ever, doubling down on his 2018 quote. But, and I'm not a fan of hearing that personally from anyone. But the way Shaq asked him after the game, he tried to avoid it. He said, that's for the barbershop. That's a great for debate. But then Shaq was like, come on, come on. And LeBron answered it very professionally. And I can't hate on his answer. He said, I'm taking myself. And, you know, I think Bill Russell, Kobe, Jordan, Will, Takeem, Shaq would all say the same as well. But that's it for me. LeBron James, the NBA's all-time scoring leader. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know. If you didn't enjoy this episode and you still find a way to cry about it, I'd rather not hear from you, but go ahead and bitch in the comments. LeBron James, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. I dedicated this entire episode to him. So if you want to say I'm hating and whatnot, I don't know. You can cry more. Um, go Clippers at the end of the day. I really don't give a fuck about um, it in the grand. Eh, that's harsh. I do give a fuck because it's an amazing achievement to witness. But on the next episode, it's back to Clippers and Laker basketball. And the Lakers team may look very different. Stay tuned. We're going to be doing an episode on that if it happens. But congratulations, LeBron. Congratulations, Kareem. Make sure to like and subscribe and leave a comment. Peace.